Hello, Guardian. Welcome to another episode of the Hello, Guardian podcast. I'm McAdley. I'm Adoc. And we've got a lot to dive into today. The main thing being the new Beyond Light trailer that does showcase the new Stasis subclass. But before we do, we just want to let you know that if you enjoy any of our content and want to support us, make sure that you're subscribed to the channel and follow our socials, which are linked in the description box below of this podcast, so you're up to date with any and all things Destiny. Now, let's take a look at the new Beyond Light trailer. And by the way, this is going to be our first reactions to the trailer, and then we'll go back and depict things that we find worth discussing, and then we'll have a little conversation about it. They gave us a lot there just now. It was a lot of content there. What did, what did you take from it so far, man? I, 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 we, I, we definitely need to watch this again and like kind of go slow-mo and depict this stuff, but just kind of off a of first glance, I think, you know, obviously the, the, the point of the video is just showing stasis and the abilities of it. Um, I'm curious, just because of the, I think it was like the, the hunter, maybe, the hunter grenade, where it like stuck to the wall and it yeah. brought out a little step here. I'm mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how that mechanic works with like, I don't know if like for like jumping puzzles, if that's a thing, or if you're trying to like cheese a way to get somewhere. Sure. You know, I'm yeah, because I like cheese in the who, making. Who knows in a raid or like a dungeon if a lot of those abilities are going to be needed now to make yeah. their way throughout the puzzles. And it looked like there was only arc and void as of right now. Obviously, there's not going to be any like uh, solar stasis. I mean, it all looked like it was just darkness, though, you know, so I'm not yeah. sure. Is it just going to be one subclass that just kind of adds to that fourth node? Because there is a fourth spot there already. Yeah, I, and that's I think that's something, you know, you can kind of uh, take a guess and think about if You know, if this is like a darkness class or, you know, if they're trying to create parallels between you know, the light and the dark, like if, you know, if the light has three subclasses and, you know, solar arc and void, mm-hmm. it, is the darkness going to have three subclasses? And we're just, you know, getting getting a hold of the first one because there's, you know, there's going to be three expansions of the game, this being Beyond Light, then the two more. Uh, I'm wondering if they're going to kind of play and give us a, a different subclass every expansion. That would kind of be a cool thing to think about. I mean- yeah, that would be definitely a little different and kind of off of the grain of what they've done in the past and like D1 and things where the Taken King, they gave you all of that new subclass. It was just one full subclass anyways, because there was only, uh, let's just say, uh, solar uh, arc and void for Titan. And then they added the solar ability to throw the hammers. But that was like the whole entire subclass. So like I'm right. thinking maybe inside the darkness subclass, they have the three like class trees or are they doing the classes all over again because i know luke smith and one of the vidocs did say that they're going to be reworking the subclasses again so mm. um, i don't that, know what that means or like the running title of of the the 2021 game or 2022 Lightfall. Mm-hmm. um you know where where luke smith was kind of alluding to you know there, there's going to be like a moment in the game so I, I think the thing that a lot of the destiny nerds are kind of going off of is you know are you going to choose a side are you going to be on light or dark you know, are you team light team dark right sure. uh so i think that would be kind of cool and allow more customization and more depth to the game it's like you know what kind of guardian are you so sure. it's like not just what class, but, you know, are you a light or dark? So it, just, it adds depth to the game. So I don't know. That's a it's a it's a pipe dream, but maybe it's true. I, I know we had that choice through the drifter, though, as well, because, you know, I just passed it in this new light account where I was able to kind of um, create, uh, you know, who's whose side that I wanted to be on. Am I going to be on the Vanguard side or am I on the drifter? That would be light and dark, in my opinion, already. So. I want to see if they'll actually do something with that storyline 
just mm-hmm. just because that's like the only time that you've ever got to actually choose something that was as meaningful in all of destiny where you can choose the light or or the dark in that point in the game so are they bringing that storyline back to say something uh that's pretty cool to kind of think of as well and that just goes based off of the trailer here where you have this darkness now that is going to be foreign to all of us we're learning something new so curious how they introduce it as well yeah absolutely all right you want to go back and kind of pull some of this apart and see what we can yeah i know as you said the ice walls i already went kind of back through there already which was i think like 22 seconds 24 seconds into the into the clip and Hmm. uh yeah he throws ice on the ice walls and like is he needing to do that like is that something he needs to do we don't know could he have made the jump up uh now that i'm looking at it so um bungie does have a really big opportunity kind of like we just discussed that that they can use this to to create more platforming you know or hidden chest somewhere down in that bottom left as as he's jumping across can you throw that all the way down on the bottom and then kind of get down there somehow? There's just a lot right. of hidden opportunities. So yeah, kind of um, like how you utilize exotics in the game. And when you're running uh, uh, Outbreak Perfected, and you're if you're a Titan, you're running Lion Ramparts. If you're a Hunter, you're running uh, Stompies. So sure. maybe implementing a, a, an ability to use to um, to gain mobility or to to access things that you can't access without these things. So, yeah, that, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, uh, the next thing that I'm looking at here, it's around uh, the 25 second mark. It's showing the the hunter ability. It reminds me of the blade barrage. So it's kind of like the same animation of like the jump up and the rotation. And he's throwing that uh, uh, pickaxe. It looks like a pickaxe. Yeah, it's um, like a sigh or pickaxe, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah. And what's really cool, and if you look at this, and just like I keep like watching it over and like really slow motion, but <laughs> as he's throwing the pickaxe and it lands and hits this enemy, it like there's like an aura. Like I don't know if you see that. There's like this purplish aura that like yeah. goes around, and it's like it freezes the other people. I don't know if it's like a suppression ability or um, effect to it, but it's kind of cool because it's just one pickaxe that's thrown but yeah many enemies are affected so it could be like a debuff or something you know kind of like we have oppressive grenades now you know it could even be that too because you know the original trailer of destiny at the very end um is that a light gun you know are there going to be light and dark weapons but yeah it does look like it's some area of effect and it does affect the other um enemies which is all of this is going to be i guess like the minotaur of the vex for the fallen Mm in this expansion they have like that one big uh bot it looks like he has hairy arms too if you look at the left hand side there <laughs> 27 seconds he's got this fur on him too so it looks like these things were e- equipped to be here in europa for yeah, some or the time. Cold. yeah and that was something i don't know if, if where it was in the in the video if it's like towards the beginning but you get like a a really good shot of like a fallen uh where you just see a singular like fallen character. Um, yeah, to find it. Here. I was in the beginning. Yeah. I I actually wanted to go back to the beginning just because yeah. like that first scene as as they're walking up. That's almost kind of reminds me of the first time that I encountered Tangle Shore. Right, you had that big open landscape that you had to travel up, and then mm-hmm. I think you had to access this door. This looks like you're walking up to a big satellite on Europa. That's a big yeah. base of some kind. And you're walking up to it, and it looks like that's what starts. That could be the first story mission. Is that the new dungeon already they're showing off? I mean, there's just a, you know, you can speculate on this content so much because there's so much, uh, you know, I enjoy about playing Destiny that it just hypes me already. But yeah, that's a one second and then two in. It looks like they're getting to a base, maybe the new NPC, mm, whoever it okay. is. 
Yeah, yeah. And I just and the environment too, just like kind of looking at all three classes, the hunter, titan, and warlock, just the the wardrobe change because of of Europa that's just like a drastic look for guardians that like you just you've never seen before like it's, yeah. it's something completely new so the environment changes there we go so if you go to uh the third second in the video and kind of like just freeze frame it there and look at that fallen um even the the fallen have it looks like just <laughs> they've got the winter, darkness winter already clothing. yeah they, yeah. they, they oh, have yeah. they have the, the the clothing and then you could see like they're either uh daggers or swords but it looks it looks like stasis, like they have wielded stasis in the form of a weapon. Um, yeah, it's interesting, man. I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see the play on how we gain this ability. Uh, you're kind of thinking about, you know, playing Destiny Two, going through it, you know, months ago for the first time of, of getting your light back and being able to get abilities of all the subclasses again. So if it's something like that, or if it's given to us, or we have to find it and take it. So it's, it's pretty I'm cool. Excited. It, I'm excited. Yeah, just kind of thinking about it, it's all built into the story, right? Like, how are we going to get that power? Uh, is this is this the main boss? Is this the main antagonist, uh, Aramis, or is this going to be a strike boss? Or I'm pretty sure this is the main character. But yeah, how do we get it from them, or or that you know that house of fallen that is on that new planet? Uh, how and why do they even have it in the first place? Yeah. Um, you know, so are are they going to tell that end of it? Are they going to close the gaps of all of the lore of how they got here? Are we going to see guys like it just kind of makes me think back now. Are we going to see guys like Aldrin again in like an alternate storyline? Because this isn't going to be the only storyline. But to kind of get back on this, this is awesome character design. It's kind of like the Scorn um, where it's it's kind of a very similar character to the Fallen, but they're kind of just off a little bit. Um where it was almost like back when they had Siva as well. It was it was like this kind of the same body style, but they just looked a little different. Yeah. Um, but that's that. And then we get to the Bungie logo. And then even just the landscape there, I think you see Saturn or is that Jupiter? That's Jupiter, I think, right? Uh, I believe... the left or is that Mars? I'm not even sure, actually. I don't know where this is in the solar system. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. I think Europa, yes. Yes, it is a, it is a moon of Jupiter. Yeah, it's just like Titan. It's it's one of the moons there. Uh, let's go a little further on here because that was like like seven seconds, and and then you see the pyramid ships, and then they're you know being dropped off, which looks like a fallen catch. Mm -hmm. uh, and and I'm, and I'm trying to wonder, and I don't know if this is something that's been discussed, or we just need to do more research on the actual lore of it. But like, what is controlling the pyramid ships, or like what's inside? Like, have we been inside one yet? Do we know what's in them? Like, that's I, I feel like this is kind of like the the big question that people have is, you know, are, are we trying to enter this pyramid ship and like, what are we going to find? Is that essentially yeah. what, what I'm trying to, what I'm aiming for? Is that, I mean, we've kind of been in one with the expansion of shadow keep, although it was just for like nightmares where like you were going in there and then you saw the th three nightmares, you grab that ball and then you got taken out and that's where you get the cutscenes at the very end. So we didn't right. see much of it. I didn't see anybody inside of it. The darkness almost portrayed themselves as a, like a non-physical being almost where they like I was talking to myself at the very end of the game. Like it had that mm -hmm. other character that looked exactly right. like you. So, yeah, what what are the darkness um, or is the darkness? Um, that's what I hope we'll kind of figure out because you do see them walking towards the pyramid ship there, too, at nine seconds. They're walking towards it in the middle of this uh, snowy desert, it looks like. 
There's just a lot of cool stuff, and I, I just wanted to take a look at the armor as well. The first time he pops the stasis, I think it's the Titan pops the stasis, and it looks like a, a, a sentinel shield virtually. Mm-hmm. But he's got these these icicle hands, if you want to call it that. Yeah, it's like arms and shoulders. It's like a ball of just stasis that's like punched into the ground, and it it I feel like it has like multiple effects. So it like it it stabs. It has like these projectiles that shoot out of the ground, and then the the freezing feature or like the Mm -hmm. yeah and it ripples all of the enemies there's multiple different ways to use this it's not just uh a basic super where you're just throwing hammers it looks like it looks like it's used for a bunch of different you know play styles yeah you can crowd Uh, control with it i think yeah it's like yeah crazy different effects at the part of 29 seconds, when you start getting uh, 29, 30 seconds, you start to see uh, that new weapon that was kind of showcased during the uh, uh, GCX event, uh, where Luke Smith was kind of showing different weapons, and there was pictures, like when they showed Hawkmoon. Uh, the weapon that this, I believe it's a hunter, that's holding at 31, 32 seconds in, that it's was the one of the one. weapons. Yeah, the red weapon. That was one of the weapons that they showcased, but... What's funny is they don't shoot the weapon, so it's hard to like see what kind of weapon it is. And I and I really want to know both scenes that it's in that I one and that. then the PvP section. It, it's like uh, both ability usage while holding that gun. So I just I'm I'm curious if it's anywhere else in the uh, trailer itself to see that. Um, but yeah, uh, next thing I I want to touch on. I just think it's so cool. Uh, Forty seconds in the mage warlock staff (laughs) especially now that you're a warlock yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, it looks looks so cool cool. um what's really interesting here so in that same kind of clip here so if you play from 40 seconds to like 43 seconds you see Mm -hmm. uh, like i think it's a titan maybe it's a titan like charge in and just like punch shoulder smash these enemies yeah. yeah so like kind of like it's like the abilities are playing off one another it looks like or like i can bait it's like a bait and switch i play this and you do that so i think that's kind of cool yeah yeah it's like you're you know i always joke about um priming enemies with with the middle uh titan class for sentinel where if you punch it'll like kind of prime a detonator on them and then if you kill them it explodes it's almost like that where yeah you have the two effects that are icing and then you have him that's just going through it and just breaking everything um, or is that just a regular dash? I mean, who knows? But that does look pretty cool. The particle effects look amazing. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's a cool graphical it. change. Yeah. Um, and then you have the hunter after that it's, has like the little uh, phoenix down smash there on, on the ground with what looks like an axe of some kind. Mm-hmm. And he just absolutely obliterates. And then you, you get the titan that I did like uh, after the warlock mage throw again. He slides in terms of the Titan slides into a bunch of enemies and behind him comes these crystals. And it looks like the slide is even a power this time where you can slide through and almost looks like a uh, tractor cannon effect. Mm-hmm. That was really dope. Titan mains in the house, by the way, best class. So yeah. let's get that out of the way. Uh, that's kind of a cool uh, kind of startup animation there uh, showing the warlock actually casting that. Uh, new super with the staff which is like yeah. kind of cool so it's like yeah it's kind of like a dawn it looks like a dawn blade animation so a, a lot of these animations I, th- I think they're 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 similar in a sense that we've seen this kind of movement before and kind of like casting uh, but obviously the abilities are different obviously being a stasis new subclass um that looks cool though so yeah. it's, it's 
kind of like a he does like a lift to it where it's like a like a rallying and then just oh. it's tough dude <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough for sure it does look really cool and then the blast after it reminds me of a nova warp almost just actually a usable one because mm-hmm. it's got a big uh crowd control damage and he just blows his power all yep. the way around them and now the end though the gun at the end i kind of just want to talk about the gun really quick yeah, yeah because what it a... what it looks like right is the enemy he's shooting at has one of those immune shields now is he pulling that shield off with that gun uh, i'm trying to look I'm, at it i'm rewinding it and like watching it again and again uh, i may be overthinking it for sure but it looks like halfway through that he goes and and actually pulls like the shield off the of shield. his gun. Yeah, and it but, hits, has these particles that also comes out too. Yeah, I, th- I think what's 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 hard to tell is that the shield isn't like fully breaking or show or like showing that like oh you've like popped the shield, so it's like hard to tell. They switch scenes on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't um, know, man. I'm super hyped though. The whole it's just the whole thing. The whole minute is just a really really hyped trailer. Yeah, uh, I I was very surprised to to see Bungie release that much and kind of show us the ability. And uh, obviously they alluded. To, to giving us more uh, footage of what that ability looks like. Uh, at this point, I'm, I'm just ready to play it, man. I, I really just want to play it. Yeah, I, I like the path that they took, though, with the last season pass, is that they didn't give... They told us what that season was the day that it was coming out an hour before. And there wasn't much content dropped or saying, hey, here's what the mission's going to be, here's what exotics are coming. I mean, they did show, I think, an exotic in the trailer, but all of us kind of knew. But just the fact that they've been kind of hush-hush about the last content, I think this is all they should show and maybe a little bit more about the story maybe. Um, but I want to be surprised. I want to go in there and get hands-on with these new new uh, you know supers and special abilities and grenades and who knows what else they're going to add to it and how much that you can really change your subclasses. You know, I'm more of a, I like to be surprised. But I'm like you. I just want it now and the fact that they pushed it back again. Uh, to, to two extra months, I'm going to need to find a game that I'm going to be playing. But, it's a bittersweet thing for sure because yeah. you, you you get excited, you get amped up seeing the trailer, and then you remember, damn, it was pushed back. Now I have <laughs> to wait month. another month and a half. Um, yeah, so uh, it, it is what it is. But at the same time, uh, you, you know, this is kind of like the big thing we wanted to allude to uh, for this podcast episode, which is great. Um, I'm stoked. I'm ready. Yeah. The Xbox Game Pass was announced today, man. And that was huge. Uh, yeah, it was announced for, well, it's always been a thing, but it was announced for Bungie that they're going to be pairing with Microsoft to kind of throw in all of it for an Xbox Game Pass monthly subscription. So what's going to be inside of that package right now for Bungie and uh, Destiny 2 is going to be the original campaigns that come with the free-to-play New Light account right now. And then you're going to have it's giving you Forsaken and giving you Shadow Keep all for that game, you know, Game Pass, all for that one month. What are your thoughts on the Game Pass? Because I know when I saw that today, man, I was like, I kind of feel for all of the people that have already purchased it, but I kind of see what the value is behind, you know, owning something like that. Yeah, I, I think it just it, it kind of like puts more barriers down of like reasons why you should be getting into the game or if you're kind of on the fence about it that you can make this commitment, you know, like if you say, hey, I'll try it for a month, I'll give it a go, you know, here, here's my $10 or whatever, and let me try the game. I, I think that's more of a uh, a buy-in for people than saying, hey, let's drop, you know, the, the $40 or the $50, or if you get the exclusive, you know, 
ultra mega pass that has all of these things plus some. Uh, I think it makes it a little bit more digestible for new light players that want to get into the game. But um, for for me, I, I pre-ordered it as soon as it was announced. I think it was the day after I logged in and I made sure I held my pre-order. But I was okay with that because I've already bought into the game. I've already invested the time and I want to keep playing it. So for me, the, the money was kind of a no-brainer of just owning the game. But for people that are kind of casual in, in, in gaming or um, maybe haven't played Destiny before, and are looking to play when Beyond Light releases, I think this is a fantastic option for for Xbox and for Microsoft players because it's for it can be for PC players too that have Game Pass, right? Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. you said. It's 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 giving all of those newer players that first, hey, I already had the Game Pass, so I was thinking about trying Destiny out. I hear hype, and then I hear uh, you know like a a quick downfall in terms of content drought. But I've always wanted to try it already gives you the ability now if you have the game pass to try everything man and and that's that's kind of one of those things that hey it's it's you own beyond light which i'm gonna buy it anyways though man because there's there, there are times i play the game pass and there may be a drought and i cancel it um and i want access to all of my content that you know i invest a lot of time in in inside destiny so i think it's kind of like you said there in the very beginning this is mainly to entice newer players it's not mainly there to or it's not even really there to tell an older veteran to come back or even a new light player now to, Hey, you own all, all of the campaigns. Um, you can get the game pass for this and you, you only lease it. So. And you, and you kind of think about money spent. I just think for people that is listening to this podcast and are thinking about getting into destiny that haven't gotten into destiny, you know, kind of weigh your options and in, in terms of cost, right? Like, you know, is it more beneficial for you or, or, or cost effective to buy all of the content and maybe get into it or, invest in $10, play it for a month. And if you really love it, then go out and buy it instead of uh, leasing the game, you know? Now, when you bought the game, when you bought uh, Shadow Keep, did you get that first next uh, season for free as well? Like that first original season that you played? Or did you have to buy that first season? Because if I'm not mistaken, usually when you buy the expansion, you get that inner season that's kind of inside I... there usually I'm for free uh, now that I'm, I'm like trying to go back and think about what i bought because i, I it, it's weird and it's not 100 percent on my memory because i started playing destiny right at the end of season nine like it was like four or five days before that season ended before season of the worthy and um it was it, i don't know if i got that as part of my uh, bundle expansion i can check my my uh steam list but off the top of my head I, I don't really know i think i just paid for the game and i think i just put the additional ten dollars on top to buy the season pass and i think i did do that because i was talking about oh it's only ten dollars for the season pass okay yeah let's buy it i got gotcha, um, you yeah. I, I remember remember distinctively saying that so um but for for uh beyond light i bought the the pack that comes with the the next season pass so with beyond light releasing i will have access to the season pass um when i have the game so yeah i don't think we know what that name of that season is going to be yet but it's it, it's really the expansion content is what you're going to be playing through first oh yeah i think i think for the last time that a big expansion came out i think we try to not blow through the campaign but i'm pretty sure we just played the campaign and um try to get all of the exotics and all you know all of that kind of stuff get your power level up high enough to do the nightfall again because again you're not going to be able to do it that first week Right. Um, unless you really put three or four days of grinding into it to where you are at that power level, which you have to plan that out as well. 
But I'm yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious now because I know if you buy Beyond Light, you get that first season. I think if you buy the premium bundle for an extra ten dollars up front, I think the I think you get the three seasons with it or the four in that year. It it used to be like that, but so you, you already have the game pass the way Doc you said, right? And it's 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 not gonna be anything that really entices to you. So um, well I already own the game, so I don't I don't need the game pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. But like if you had it, like there's no other reason to actually do oh, it. Yeah. And yeah. and I don't I don't think they said anything about giving money back anyways. They just kind of told you, hey, if you bought it already, if you pre-ordered it, you can't get your money back. Just kind of think of it as that you own it. So Yeah, um, that's kind of like sour, but at the same time I'm I'm thinking about the people that pre-ordered it those are like those D- destiny players that you know, really love the game or like bought into it as soon as they saw that trailer and the announcement of of uh, witch queen and lightfall so kind of like all that hype like if you're real like wanting to play destiny like you've already pre-ordered it and you don't feel bad about it i, sure. I guarantee you yeah 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 i'm not gonna feel bad dropping the 60 bucks anyways man you know it's been six years of content so you know it's the least that i can do for them yeah but we uh, tried the Grandmaster Nightfall, man, and I, I didn't yeah, have tried. a great time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was funny, too, because we were, we were talking about doing the Grandmaster Nightfall, and we were talking about content for the week of, like, hey, you know, let's try to do this. And I was just thinking to myself, like, not that I don't like hard content. I, I don't want it to be perceived that I don't like hard content or things that are challenging, because I do. I just think that, like... I think for me, I'm trying to prioritize like my gaming time for the week. It, you know, it, my my schedule has changed a lot this week. So when when I'm thinking about my gaming time, you're, you're thinking about you know what you're investing in. Like if I'm going to devote X amount of hours to doing this, you know, what else could I be doing? Was there some other content that I need to be leveling or uh, a quest that I need to complete? So that was kind of my mindset going in. So I didn't have the best mindset going into the Grandmaster <laughs> Nightfall, but um. I think also was the cherry on top of of the corrupted being the nightfall. I'm like, oh god! Oh, like not only is it a grandmaster nightfall, it's like the hardest nightfall. So, yeah, it's 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 one of those nightfalls that you have to be very coordinated as well. And it's not yeah. just the grandmaster. Even if you do it on master, um, you do need to be super coordinated in the very beginning. You need void damage for all those acolytes, and then halfway through, you need arc for knights, and then at the very end you do need some solar for the knights at the very end boss, which pretty much means you need the, the uh, rainbow loadout. And we tried it. We got, I think to the elevator or right past that first area. And we were like, I, I just, is it, is it, is it really worth it? It's already 11 o'clock at night. Um, I don't go to work in the morning, but I work from home like later in terms of, you know, some stuff, but Adok here has to go in in the morning and I'm not going to keep him up playing grandmaster, but eventually I want to try to get that title. It's just a collector thing for me. It's more pride, I guess, to say I did it and I didn't let a video game kind of defeat me type thing. But um, I also have the time, though, too. I just I still don't think for when we played it, um, even though we didn't beat it. A lot of other streamers that I've watched, they're saying the reward systems are a little better. I think a couple people got uh, two exotic, two ascendant shards and two exotic armor pieces in one drop. So, like, if if you're going through and you're spending 45 minutes on an activity or maybe even 35 minutes if you get it down pat, I mean, is that worth it? I mean, uh, it sounds to be, but it, it just sounds a little too challenging for what it's giving you. Um, I don't know what to expect. I guess maybe some strike specifics, like maybe if they created a, a Grandmaster weapon, that that could be the pinnacle activity, like the mountaintop of PvE. 
that would be cool if it just gives you a chance of getting that drop there at the end. But uh, still don't think it's rewarding enough to close this off tonight and then hop in there and be like, hey, does anybody want to do a Grandmaster? It's just not it's not that appealing to me. And as Bungie said that they wanted something that would be for, sh- you know, the audience to watch. It's a uh, stream worthy content, which I don't know. Yeah. Is. I, I think, I, I think the sweet spot you need to find in terms of content, this is just my opinion, but finding a balance between something that is enjoyable to play, meaning that like, like you enjoy investing time into something because it's fun to you. I think too, um, there's like a level of challenge that, it's not enough to make you feel like I don't really want to do this, but enough where like, okay, I need to focus. I need to spend some time like really just nailing this down. And I think the third part is the the reward system at the end of like me doing this. If I complete this or I invest my time in this, you know, what will I get from it? And is it worth investing the time? I know it's silly to think about, but for some people, I just like, I think about these things of like, activities that I need to complete because I'm trying to get certain uh, piece to be at a certain level, or I'm looking to grind for this quest because I need this exotic. I, I think about these things preemptively before doing them. And if all of those things work in tandem, I'm on board to do it. It's not, it's not my cup of tea for right now. And plus we're just, you know, there are, are ways that we can get in there and probably play and then, you know, watch a couple videos and then but yeah it's just not enticing enough man i kind of agree with you with the whole whole thing there and uh yeah i mean hopefully it's a better strike next week maybe we can give it a try again but it's not something that i'm going to text you to say get home let's right no i hear you but i'll I'll try i'm down yeah 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 yeah. and uh, you know small question for you man are you a fan of beavers uh I'm trying to keep this a PG show. Um, in terms of Destiny, no, man. Uh, I don't like Beaver error codes, especially when playing Trials. Yeah, I know they fixed the Beaver codes, man. And, uh, you know, it was just, uh, you know, I forgot we'll it see. was a PG show. Yeah, <laughs> we'll I forgot see. it was a PG show because it was going elsewhere there. But No, no, uh, I'm just about <laughs> Beaver codes. I'm like, we'll see, you know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, haven't played much this week yet to kind of see if we're getting any Beaver codes. Me personally, though, I didn't get very many of them, so... I did read uh, on Twitter, uh, usually throughout the week, a lot of people are getting, you know, beavered around trials. Like, what does that mean? Or how is it happening? And um, but it looks like them and Valve, they have uh, sorted some things out to to kind of stop the beavers from building the dam. So cool. uh, We do have some new Twitch rewards this week as well. I don't know if you want to cover them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So if any listeners have uh, access to Twitch Prime and active Twitch Prime subscription, Uh, you can link your Twitch Prime rewards to your Bungie.net account and claim your rewards. Uh, Pretty dope. Uh, You get Tractor Cannon, you get the uh, Mechanist Trove weapon ornament for it, which, funny enough, three days ago I bought because it's in the Eververse store for uh, (laughs) Bright Dust, and I see it's part of the rewards. I'm like, why didn't I wait? Uh, Shadow Trespass ship, which I have equipped with the uh, Callus shader on it. Looks so good. And uh, the Calvacate Legendary Sparrow, eh, you know, I already have a good Sparrow, but yeah, I'm cool with the ornament. I don't have that one yet now, and I do remember you buying it a couple of days ago. And yeah, I was like, like oh, Mike, cool, man, it's a fallen ornament, dude. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I mean, really like Tractor Cannon now. Um, so I bought the ornament. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a no-brainer. I love, I love Tractor Cannon. Yeah, in the very beginning when Tractor Cannon was out, man, like nobody used it because we're like, this is doing no damage. And I feel like a lot of people didn't realize that it was a buff gun. You know, it just buffs your damages and such, too. So 
it is kind of an underrated weapon in terms of that, but you just got to be willing to play support class for that stuff. Yep. And that's pretty much it. But uh, so the last thing I do want to cover, though, is just about this last week. I have played on a New Light account. And um, it kind of brought back a lot of memories to when I played original Destiny 2. And it, it it meant more now knowing what we know now to go back to the beginning and playing that entire story again and being like, man, this is this literally is making more sense now, I think, than it was as I'm playing through it. Because now you're remembering all of the, uh, you know, uh, uh, dialogue lines, all of the quests, uh, all of the dialogue inside the quest missions that you didn't catch, like way back when we played Zero Hour Mission. I didn't notice the name above the enemy at the end was Aramis's uh, something or another. But I was like, man, now that we know Beyond Light, now we know that we are hunting Aramis, that that was one of the guards or I was one of their, uh, you know, you know, second in commands per se. Now we're going to be fighting. So all of that stuff is kind of cool to go back into that original account and play. I know you started off on a, on a new light account, Adoc. So. Uh, we, we can both kind of reminisce a little bit better now because I know, uh, you know, the one up I had is I played it all day one, but that's not going to really matter if I don't really remember what I played. So that's kind of why I went back and I played a new light and this kind of goes into is it a good time to play or come back playing Destiny 2 if you one have not played it in a very long time or two haven't played it at all. What would you say to that? I think it's worth noting, um, even me, what's funny enough, I'm, I'm still newer to Destiny and I've only uh, started it uh, exclusively on PC uh, four months ago. Even me, like I don't remember a lot of the stuff. There was just so much going on that I wasn't really uh, digesting what was being shown to me or like making uh, connections of like, oh, that's this or this ties to that. So I think even me... Now, I think I would still benefit from replaying the the content. And I think, you know, now with the delay of Beyond Light, I think it's something worth doing. And as long as I've completed everything else, yeah, I want to go back and I want to replay that stuff and be like, okay, yeah, cool. I've seen this here. Uh, now this makes sense. So kind of like connecting those dots. So I'm I'm still on the on the board of I don't remember a lot of the stuff from the campaign. <laughs> or I can't I can't tie parallels to the things that I'm doing now and how in the campaign that affected what I'm doing now. So have, it, it's have worth you, doing. Have you played the 801's uh, campaign through the Black Armory? Like, probably not the campaign missions, I guess, right? Like, just her bounties, and then if you need to do some of those uh, uh, forges, probably, right? Like, Yeah, just what that that's the only thing I've done uh, for Ada. Okay, because, yeah, because most of her through the story of that season was the fact that she spoke about the deep stone crypt and that's a place we're going to be going to. So, mm. so she's going to play a character we hope and think in this next expansion, not as big as what Eris, the drifter and the stranger are, are uh, you know, going to play. Cause I think that's going to be a pretty cool uh, dynamic as one, but also they're bringing in a couple other characters to it as well. So I'm curious to see where the story's going. My opinion with, if you should come back or not, this season right now that we're currently in is probably the best time to come back. If you are into any kind of story driven campaigns, you'll learn a lot these these next two or three months or so about what's going to happen. And I think it's probably in the best state that this game has ever been in. When this game launched day one, vanilla compared to what you were leaving on in D1 was super hard to kind of swallow. It's like, wow, we have been given a shell of what we just came from 
like, what the hell are you guys doing at Bungie? Um, but over time, over two or three years, we, we got what we have now. And I think this is probably the best state of the game it's in playing as a new light character. I had so much to do. I was not uh, overwhelmed, but I'm like, man, I have to pick a path and I have to stick to it. And I know you played a lot of the campaign missions with me, you know, and I appreciate that, obviously. But uh, it, it, it's just when you get into the missions, you're just so like, holy cow, I have 20 blue missions that I have to do. And all of them are all story driven campaigns. Uh, and then I can go back to Amanda Holiday and I can get some missions from her in terms of campaign as well of what's next. But it is a little overwhelming if you haven't played the game yet to get into it. But I will say right now is probably going to be the best time. If you get into it at Beyond Light, I don't know if you'll understand what's really going on and it won't mean as much in in my opinion. You kind of feel the same way where like it's it's at the best point. It's at Compared to the two seasons that I've played so far, Season of the Worthy and now Season of Arrivals, um, yeah, if I had to compare just the two seasons, like hands down, this is a better season. Um, and just kind of getting community feedback from content creators and people that love and play Destiny, uh, a lot of them are saying the same thing. I think there's you have to kind of just weed through a lot of the the negativity of certain game modes or things that need fixing. But I would say as an overall package, I think the season has a lot to offer, and um, it, it's just it's just building up hype. It's just building up this hype train to to land into fall and to to give us some great new content. And I'm just excited that we're on this journey together, that we're doing this, and uh, we hope you all are enjoying it too. We want this content to keep going, so uh, let's keep it on there. And we thank you guys for watching, for listening, for all that kind of stuff. If you guys have not followed us yet on Twitter, you guys can throw us a follow at twitter.com slash helloguardian. You guys can also reach us, which if you're watching, you're already here. But if you are listening to the podcast, you, you can find us on YouTube as well. Uh, Hello Guardian is the name of the YouTube channel. We do not have a custom link quite yet. We have to meet the requirements. But this video is going to be going up uh, on Friday. Every Friday at 1, 1 p.m. Expect us. We, we will be tweeting it out. And till next time, guys, we appreciate you listening, and we also appreciate you watching. Later.